0: all right we are live today is tuesday july 13th i am adam murray he is mr big marcel what's going on man we are here to preview ufc vegas 31 mackage versus moises how are you marcel
1: yeah, i'm good man extremely rainy day over here in the Netherlands tomorrow as well it's like crazy and it's and it's also that's pretty hot as well not not extremely hot but it's still hot you know and rainy so it sucks man you you gotta you gotta have to have a rain jacket on but it's just hot, you know what I mean? So it's absolutely a terrible lot of the humidity is awful all, all the time. So yeah, not that great. And if it comes to that, but overall, yeah, good, man. How are you, man? I'm
0: doing good, man. Just busy, you know, um, it's been a grind today, but doing good, man. i um, excited to talk about this card with you, I guess. I mean, a lot of people are kind of slagging on this card a little bit. Like it's not the, it's not the greatest card. I mean, that's for sure, but I still am looking forward to it. I mean, there's some good fights on this card. So I think there's some fights that are kind of going under the radar a little bit, so I'm looking forward to talking about it with you, Marcel. Uh, today, mm-hmm. um, just before, I'm just trying to set it up right now and get get the card ready. But just your initial thoughts, I guess, on this card uh, going into it, UFC Vegas 31.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it's okay, man. It's got a bit, a little bit of uh, a few hits, you know, with Holloway Rodriguez off, uh, Abubakar Nomagamadov off, um, Kutatilatsa match, for example. They got some hits, but I still, I still think it's a decent card, you know. It's yeah. kind of late, actually. It's pay-per-view time. I don't know why they do that. But it's um yeah it's a decent card you know you got the comeback from from Misha tate on the card i mean that will that will uh, uh get some eyeballs you know there are some decent fights on this card there are also some that's like mm, you know but we watch them we watch them yeah you know i i mean yeah we're gonna watch it so unless my uh my daughter is born at the same day and
0: then i have to i'll be there but i'll still be watching on my phone actually then <laughs> <Truthfully, I'm laughs>
1: That's the honest truth. Yeah, you know, yeah, there like, the, the she is. Wait, wait, wait. He yes, maybe to finish, right? I know. Oh my God, stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I know. No, 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 I wouldn't be like that, but uh that's hilarious. I know, right? Like, there's going to be some spinning wheel kick or something that I got to see. Yeah. Something crazy like Gary Rodriguez and uh, Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um okay. So 11 fights in this card. Yeah, a couple fights like just fizzled the last second. So I guess Deron Wynn got hurt could talk to Logic, I heard. Um, what about Daisy? What happened to that fight, Marcel? The last second, what happened to that? Uh, Albazi got hurt as well, I
1: think. And Odell's Osborne got rebooked for the Houston card against Manon Cap. That's right. Okay,
0: yeah, okay. I remember that now. Okay,
1: yeah, because the betting lines were still on best fight odds. And I'm
0: thinking myself, like, these fights were canceled, weren't they? And Tapology was a little bit slow to update, anyways. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about these fights. We I can start with this one, Marcel. Heavyweights. Rodrigo Nascimento against Alan Badeau and the betting odds. And I should mention, um, yesterday, I, one of the comments, Daniel Edwards was like, there's a lot of uh, big favorites in this car. I hadn't looked at the odds yet at that point. Um, cause I like to do my research then kind of look at them and kind of compare them to like what, what I had and what I think they should have been. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm, it is what it is, man. Um, you know, there are some big favorites on this car and I think a lot of them do probably win, but there are a couple of sneaky underdogs that I'm looking forward to talking about with you. Um, is it in this fight? I'm not sure, but we do have two heavyweights here, Nasamento and Badeau, and like I said, my, um minus 345 here, so a big favorite, Badeau, plus 285. Give me a breakdown of this fight, man.
1: Yeah, let's start with uh, Alain Bordeaux. Bordeaux got uh, in the UFC on short notice, fighting Tom Aspinall and got absolutely wrecked in that fight, um, and he normally actually fights at light heavyweight as well, so he stays at heavyweight here in the UFC. Now fighting rodrigo Nascimento, and also I gotta gotta say like that that Todd start fight he it got fired this dq there was something fishy with that man there wasn't that you probably you probably know better than me wasn't a tko organization yes it was in uh in quebec here in canada um mm.
0: that's why you know it's i don't know if i was here like i i almost called cyril gone the french canadian i think it was here like last <laughs> week by accident just because he fought for tko he's, he's french though but uh yeah it
1: is and it was could you- yeah, yeah, sorry. Um nice. then we got uh, Rodrigo Nascimento. really good man against Martinak on the contender series, man, and I mm-hmm. was very high on him. Mm-hmm. Then he uh stopped Dante Dun- Mace uh via remake a choke. And then he fought Dawkins, and I think in the Dawkins fight he was a, he was a favorite in that fight, you know. And I actually expected him to win as well. But Dawkins, man, within a minute he he stopped him, you know, very impressive. And uh that was actually the moment where I was like, Yeah, this Chris Dawkins dude. I saw him I saw him in the regional scene as well, but I was like, This dude can do some uh, some heavy stuff, you know, in the UFC. Um, I think Nashimento is still more a complete fighter than Bodo, to be really honest, man. I don't know if you agree with me, but I would definitely favor Nashimento in this fight. I think uh Bodeau, uh is better off if he's gonna if he's going to light heavyweight back. I think I think Nashimento will probably finish him and go with a real naked choke finish in the first round. Yeah. I mean, he's a big favorite for a reason. His ground game definitely is going to be dominant
0: if he gets it there in the ground. Um, uh, he should be able to get it there. He looks in good shape too. He's training att. It looks like he's in really good shape for this fight. I, I'm interested to see like what he weighs in at because he looks like he leaned down a little bit to me. But I'm mm-hmm. curious to see what he weighs in at as a heavyweight. He doesn't weigh in at 265, obviously. Bedo, I don't think does either. I gotta be honest, guys. I'm not too impressed with Bado at all. Like I, I'm not impressed at all. To be honest with you, Marcel, there's a fight with Todd. The fight with Todd Stout They got him into. Yeah. Um, the UFC dude, he actually lost that fight, he got smashed in that fight. But the result yeah. of the fight was overturned because Todd Stout had smoked weed, and yeah, that's and what overt- yeah It's so stupid, right? They overturned yeah. it to a uh, no contest because he smoked weed, beyond stupid. Todd's actually started, in the win, they uh, overturned it the a win, yeah, exactly. That's crazy, isn't that nuts? So it's yeah, it's absolutely crazy, and um, I don't agree with that at all. So he's actually on two fight, uh, losing skid. he really is. Here, here's the thing. He has a little bit of power. He trains with Cyril gone. He trains obviously with gone. So that's a good thing. He's training at fight Factory uh, whatever it's called. MMA factory. Um, so that's obviously a plus, and I guess that's why he's in the UFC, but to me guys, he doesn't seem like he's a UFC caliber fighter. I gotta be honest with you. He does have some power. Nascimento does not have the greatest striking defense. He doesn't move his head that much. And I'm a little bit worried he could get clipped by someone, but I don't know if it's going to be this guy. So pretty sure Nascimento gets him down and subs this guy, man. That's kind of what the way I'm looking at it myself. I think we both kind of agree with that. Um, let's kind of take a look at what that is. That's plus money, plus 130. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he can also ground and pound him too, uh, like Tom Aspinall did. That's what Aspinall did in his last fight. But like I said, there's just a slight threat of Bado knocking this guy out because I don't think he does have the best chin. I am worried mm-hmm. about this guy, but I don't think Bado is going to be the guy who puts him out. So pretty sure Aspinall knocks, uh, knocks him, finishes him. Excuse me. Okay, uh, Francisco Figueredo, Malcolm Gordon, Marcel. All right, <laughs> got to talk about this guy for a second. so I'll just set up the odds. Minus 300 for Figueredo, Malcolm Gordon, plus 250. So I've seen Malcolm Gordon fight a couple times, Marcel, um, and going through his, uh, topology, I saw his first fight as a pro. I was at that card, score fighting series six, and then, uh, the next fight, substance cage combat, I was at that fight too. And I was also at the one against Bellator at Bellator where he fought Chris Calades in one. Which was a big win for him. Um, eventually makes it to the UFC. But here's the thing: this guy has looked terrible in the UFC. He's looked terrible. He has had two tough matchups. I'll give him that. Uh, Sumadarji. Darji. I think most guys lose to him. And Albazi looks like pretty great, especially after uh, what uh, Zhumagulov just did. That win, you know, doesn't look as ba- or that loss doesn't look as bad now. So not the worst guys to lose to, but. Man, I, I'm watching this guy's fights again, Marcel, and you look at his record, guys. He's got four, five losses and four of them by TKO. I mean, the guy's really chinny, even his wins too. I'm watching some of his wins, he's getting rocked in all these wins. There's no durability here, Marcel. Um, there's no durability at all. So yeah, I don't think he wins this fight. Uh, I'm pretty sure Figueredo, uh sorry, Marcel, I jumped in and just broke it down first. I was gonna say that basically, uh, i'll i'll let you I'll, I'll let you do it but i was going to set up and say this guy is actually from scarborough he's near he's from my hometown and he trains near me but it's like it's hard for me to back this guy he's an MMA fighter when i look at uh the skills go ahead marcel break the fight down then i'll
1: i'll i absolutely don't mind when you do that man i, I like to listen to you as well oh, okay so cool I maybe mean... we'll just
0: do that too a little bit yeah okay i'll talk to you yeah. about that later on.
1: go ahead yeah, please. for sure um yeah francisco figueredo uh debut in ufc against joe rivera I still think he's kind of a little bit in the UFC because his brother uh, was the champion. But uh, I mean, the debut was okay. I think the first two rounds were good. The third round wasn't that great. Um, yeah, he lo- He went to Rivera, but yeah, we know all- we talked about Rivera yesterday. He's 0-4 in the UFC, so I don't know what to think about it. Uh, Malcolm Gordon, two fights in the UFC, two first round finishes, a lo- lot losing uh like you said against albezi against uh sumuderci he got some so- he got some solid names on his record as well man like you said he got uh, jody sherbutov jesse Bazzi, yeah. uh chris kalidas for example so he got some solid names but it doesn't seem to click so far on the UFC for him at all. Um I think we'll be a close fight to be really honest man. I- I'm also not really high on Figueroa yeah. but uh I got to say, I think Figueiredo actually out the decision win at the end of the day. So, yeah, I'm going with Figueiredo. But I wouldn't say I wouldn't put any money on this fight, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I was just saying it's just sucks because, like, I've watched this guy grow up, like, through throughout his, uh like, you know, the beginning of his pro career. To see him make it to the UFC, I, like, I want to cheer for Marcel as, a, as, like, a hometown guy. But mm-hmm. I just, I kind of want to fade this guy as far as picking a fight goes here. Just, it's more of a fade on him because I'm with you on Figueiredo, man. I think that this guy's not as great as maybe we kind of thought he was. Um, I don't think anyone thought he was amazing. Like there's a reason he took so long to get to the UFC. Uh, they weren't, the matchmakers weren't that high on him obviously. Um, but you know, the the Jerome Rivera win doesn't look as good now, obviously the way the other guys have finished Jerome Rivera and he didn't finish him. He had kind of a tough fight with him. So, you know, I think the line is, you know, it's maybe a little bit high just because figure is not the greatest and Gordon is a decent grappler. I mean, he definitely got some submission skills, no doubt about it. But the problem is the durability for me, Marcel. So I'm worried about the chin. I I could see Figueroa potentially finishing this fight by knockout. Um, That's only plus one fifty. Yeah, that's actually kind of like what the uh, looks like. The sports books are kind of thinking. You thinking uh, finishes him here, Marcel? I have a decision, man. Decision. Sorry, yeah, that's what you said. You think it's gonna be a little bit closer, I guess, than me. For me, it's it's more of a fade on Gordon than anything, Marcel. Honestly, it's not that I'm high on Figueroa, guys. It's, it's more of a fate on Gordon, even though I hate to say it because he is a hometown guy. Um. All right, this next fight 135, Anderson Dos Santos against Miles Johns. Um, the odds for this one, Marcel, minus 170 betting favorite, Miles Johns, plus 150, Anderson Dos Santos, the underdog. And uh, I got to give my shout out to my boy, Cole Shelton. I don't, I don't know if he's in the chat, but uh, he interviewed uh, Miles Johns and he interviewed, I believe, Billy Quarantillo and Tiago Moises as well, as well as Max Grover. You want to give him a shout out because uh, if you guys want to hear some more insight to like, these fights, it's always good to listen to the fighters as well. You know what I mean? So, I love listening to the interviews. Anyways, Marcel, um, Miles Johnson, Anderson Los give me your thoughts on this fight, man.
1: One more thing about Cole. Hey, Cole, you didn't hit me up anymore after the Euro finals, man. You did before, mm-hmm. but for some reason you didn't. I don't know why, but <laughs> um, yeah, the thing is, uh, by the way, I think it's great, man, that you, when you have a hometown guy, and you, obviously, you hope uh, he does well but if you if you don't uh believe he will you you should be just be just be able to say it you know what i mean you just be able to to be real and i i actually appreciate that about you i know many people is like it's a hometown guy i'm going with him blah 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 I'm just real that's okay man i mean i respect that um anderson de santos against miles johns yeah anderson de santos um had a rough start in the ufc i think against Narimani and you will but he looked good against martin day in the fight he really had to look good in and he did um if you could if you look at miles Jones, i've been high on miles jones for such a long time man i think he's a, such a good fighter in elevate uh he, he was good he, he was actually the champion there i think um contender series he won against richie santiago in the fight that he sh- should win against santiago uh, Cole Smith the decision. I know that was very uh, controversial because many people thought Smith had two rounds. Uh, I think was a 50-50 fight. He looked nasty, man. La- that last fight was nasty in the uppercut win, a KO against uh, Kevin Atibidad. um We all know he lost to Batista in a fight I picked him to win. So um, overall... I'm just high. Still high on Miles Jones, man. I think he's a good fighter. I think uh, he has he has still a learning curve as well, but he's a good fighter, and he's talented, you know? Uh, Anderson DeSantos looked good in his last fight, uh, was competitive in his other fights, I think, but I still think Miles Jones will get this win here. I, I would favor Miles Jones by a decision win here. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you a little bit. Um, I just think, you
0: know what, like, I, it's definitely a competitive fight. I think the odds, I think the odds are, are accurate for this fight, just slight lean towards Jones because I do think he should have overall the wrestling advantage. And you know what? Like the guy does have some good wins, man. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Like he's got Adrian Yanez. Like that's a great win to have. And the mm. last one was very impressive too, but I don't know. Like, I mean, the Cole Smith fights, the one that kind of makes me scratch my head, the fight with, uh, Cole Shelton's uh, cousin, uh, Marcel, um, that fight kind of yeah. makes me scratch my head cause he really kind of struggled to put that guy away. You know what I mean? And then gets knocked out by Batista, beats Natty Vidad. Who's, <clears throat> I don't know if that guy's UFC caliber, right? So, I kind of wonder a little bit, like, is he as good as maybe he looked in the last fight? But the thing is, Dos Santos for me, it's one of the thing is, um you know, he's a pretty good grappler and everything. Marcel, there's no doubt about it, he can submit you and everything. But he does have a lot of losses, man, and he is very beatable. I think. I think he is a guy that lacks durability, and he's a guy that does um fold a little bit under the pressure. So I just don't trust him. He did have a nice win in the last fight. There's a chance, outside chance, of a sub, but. You know, one of the things I look at here is the, um, the nine year age gap. I mean, that's a pretty big age gap. This guy's 35 years old at 135. We know those guys kind of slow down. Marcel at 135, the older they get miles, John nine years younger. I, I, that's something i look at guys and I have to be like, okay, that's, that's going to make me ultimately lean. uh, John's his way. And what I, I think should be a pretty competitive grappling battle. Be it'd be nice to see a finish in this fight though. I think the winner, if they get a finish, they could get someone that's like, you know, just outside the top 15. So. The winner could make a statement here, um, but overall, I mean, it's probably going to be a grappling match, Marcel. So any
1: more thoughts on that, Marcel? No, no, I uh, I agree with you, man.
0: All right, cool. All right, go to the next fight here, guys. Um, it is Khalid Taha and Sergey Morozov at 135 as well, Marcel. Right now,
1: we got Khalid Taha minus 160, Morozov plus 140. Your thoughts on this one? Yeah, man, Jalita uh, had that crazy fight with Leone Barcelos last time. Uh, I think got fired in the night. Mm-hmm. Before that, uh, actually defeated Bruno Silva but uh, got overturned in the no contest. he against Boston Salmon, uh, which, man, I was so super high on Boston Salmon, man, but for some reason didn't happen in the UFC and got cut after two or three fights. Uh, lost his debut against Narimani. Uh, I really like Morozov, man. I know he didn't look good in his debut in the UFC, but he fought Umar Nurmagomedov, and Umar Nurmagomedov would do the same to many of these Benton ways, I think. Um, Morozov, I, I, I like him man. he was a champion in M1. Doesn't say a lot, actually, because we also saw some uh, some fighters coming from M1 who were champions and didn't, uh, couldn't cut in the UFC. So um, it's kind of a I don't know, man. Taha can do it, but man, I'm backing Morozov in this one, man. I think Morozov can do it. Um, I'm actually going with a finish here. I'm going with a second round TKO for Sergey uh, Morozov in this one. Yeah,
0: this should be a pretty good fight, man. I definitely think it's competitive. Yeah. Um, I think Taha should be favored a little bit. I mean, he does have a little bit more experience He looked pretty impressive in some of the fights. Obviously, the one was overturned, but he's a little bit younger, too, so. Um The thing is, like, Morozov, yeah, he, he did look pretty good in those wins. And I will say, man, his ground and pound... Like if he gets on top in this fight, he could put Ta wave, like if Taha gasses, cause Ta is one of those guys that does have like a lot of muscle. If he gasses Marcel Morozov gets mm-hmm. on top, that could be bad for him. But I don't know. I think, I think Todd is a little bit just stronger and tougher and more proven to me in the UFC. So I'm going to go with him a little bit lean towards his way. But, uh, like I said, man, if he gasses out Morozov could definitely get on top, finish him ground and pound. Um, the thing is, I just questioned some of the wins that he had, you know, like the win over to Josh Reddinghouse. Like, is that really a great win? I don't know. Like at this point, some of the other guys, not so great. So we'll see, but I just think Taha has looked a little better. Like that Bruno Silva fight, right? It, was, it looks pretty impressive now after what Bruno Silva has been doing. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. It is a women's uh, strawweight belt Marcel between Amanda Lemos and Montserrat Ruiz, um, Montserrat Canejo, whatever you want to call her and man the, the odds are pretty hefty for this one minus 500 for amanda uh, limos here marcel and plus 400 for montserrat canejo the bunny <laughs> uh, you know i i guess i'll do it first yeah on this one you know guys like i, I, <laughs> I, I feel like it's i'll let you give your thoughts Marcel, i think the i think the line's accurate i mean limos looked amazing <laughs> her last fight just absolutely destroyed lavina souza she looks massive for this weight division I've Definitely found her weight, right weight class. She's just a devastating finisher. I think. Um, you know the the fight with Inuit does give me a little bit of pause because that was kind of a close fight where she's getting clinched against the fence. Obviously, that's what Ruiz is going to want to do. But I look at the size advantage in this fight. I think it's like a four inch height advantage, um, four inch reach advantage for Lemos. I know she's a little bit older, guys, and everything. And, and you know, you know you're you're looking at it thinking like maybe this girl is uh, she's a little bit old and. She's fighting at a weight class where the younger fighters usually do better, but I honestly think she's in her prime right now, Marcel. You know, ever since she made her comeback after that, I think it was a drug suspension, whatever it was, whenever she came back from, she's looked really good since then. Yeah. And I think Marcel, the line's pretty accurate in this fight, guys. I mean, Ruiz, <laughs> you know, I just like she that move she does is like the the scarf hold, scarf uh, hold move. Like it's definitely. Uh, effective for her guys but i just don't think against this level of fighter like lemos i don't think it's going to work so i like lemos here marcel i think lemos could finish this fight even as well um based on the way she looked in her last fight so wow lemos fight knockouts plus 175 i mean monster rides really tough but i don't know if she can make it the distance guys i'll be honest with you what are you thinking this one marcel you you agree with me it's uh kind of a, a should be a wash here or what do you think
1: yeah, man, I mean, uh, yeah, we saw Montserrat, or how many people call her it, Rat. It's <laughs> very funny, actually. Uh, against uh, Sheehan Base, which was a, uh, a really not a great fight. Actually, the, the post-fight antics were uh, more entertaining than the actual fight. Um, so before that, she was an Invicta, right? She, she got a big win against Janaisa Morandin, I think uh lost to danielle taylor um yeah i'm high on lamos to be really honest when i when i came when she came in the ufc she came at bent weight like you said and she lost to Leslie smith i was like wow okay cool um odd, but uh, not really that great and then she came back at straw weight like 20 pounds lighter and since then she looks amazing i think like you said the in a way fight was kind of uh was maybe kind of worrying but I think she should win against Ruiz, man, to be really honest, man. So, yeah, I'm with Lamos as well. I think Lamos might get, get a finish here, man. Um, I would say a TKO win in the second round via ground and pound.
0: Yeah, I, I honestly think that's, there's a pretty good chance of that happening here. Daniel says puzzling matchup must be an availability issue of getting <laughs> Lemos a matchup. Yeah, again, she's 34, guys, so she's got to just get take fights at this point. And, you know, Ruiz is pretty tough. I mean, she looked good in the last fight. I just. I just think Bayes is not that good. I think that's what it was more saying in that last fight, Marcel. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. Daniel Rodriguez against Preston Parsons at welterweight. Abubakar, uh, Nurmagomedov obviously was supposed to fight Rodriguez here. But uh, you got got Parsons stepping on short notice. And the line for this one has D-Rod minus 270 plus 230 for Preston Parsons. I'll break it down first in this one too, Marcel. So I honestly never heard of this guy before, like last week. Um, I had seen, I guess, his fight with Ignacio Bahamondes earlier, um, I was tape sending that guy for, for when he fought, um, Desi, I guess, but I, I just didn't remember it. Right. So I'm watching this guy. He also fought Mike Perry earlier his career. So, you know, you look at his record, it's like not the greatest cause it's only, was he nine and two, which is decent, but he's got the two losses to, uh, uh, Valdez, Arugio, and Titan, and then Mike Perry knocked him out. But honestly, like he's not a terrible fighter, man. He's not bad. Like he's. He's a good grappler guys. Like he's actually a decent grappler. I gotta be honest with you. So, uh, good submission skills. Um, he's coming off four straight wins. I, I mean, he looked impressive in those wins. Um, I obviously was not fighting great competition. So that, that's, you know, something to keep him forward, but I, I think looking ahead, this is a guy to keep your, your eye out on because he does have a really good ground game, good grappling, decent cardio. Um, again, not, not a great fighter, Marcel, I'm not saying he's going to be a future world champion with this guy here, guys, but I think Preston Parsons isn't too bad. I just don't like this matchup at all for him. I think it's a terrible matchup because I just think Daniel Rodriguez is a guy that, man, I, I really like him. You know, he is a little bit older guys at Welchweight, 34 years old, but you know, there's a lot to like about D-Rod. He has like a, a significant striking rate of like uh it's like seven uh significant strikes per minute it's like one of the higher rates for a guy with that much of a sample size he's got like five or six fights now and he's well-rounded right like he looked amazing in the last fight against mike perry the dolby fight you really could have given him the win in that fight right grant knocked him out he could be on right now had he not uh lost that decision to dolby he'd be like on a 12 fight win streak so i think this guy's a dark horse contender i'm not saying he's gonna win the belt either (laughs) don't get me wrong d-rod but i think he's a guy that you know, I'd like to see him get some top 50 matchups. I expect him to win this fight. I think the line is giving Parsons the respect he deserves as a decent fighter. But I actually think D-Rod should be a bigger favorite here. So there's probably value on D-Rod. I actually think, Marcel. So give me your thoughts on this fight, man. Give me your thoughts on Parsons. Have you heard of this guy before uh, the fight announcement? or?
1: I saw Sean Better on uh, Twitter saying, like, uh, I, I, I wrote about him uh, earlier this year that the UFC should take him. So uh, Sean Better. He knows the shit, you know? <laughs> um, I had to laugh about a tweet from somebody. They say, Preston Parsons, um, uh, question mark. Uh, Parker porter be like, You're taking everything I work for, motherfucker. <laughs> so very funny to me, PP boy. Um, so, Preston Parsons, yeah, I mean, I don't know a lot about the guy as well. Um, I also see his record. Um, we got a win over Ignacio Bahamandes as well, uh, submission win in the first round. That, that, that looks good on, on his record, I think, and yes, most of his fights he fought were against guys with a positive record, you know what I mean? So that, that's also always a, a good thing to have because also many fighters, when you see, get in the UFC with like a 4 and on one or 5 and on one record and like 4 out of 5 fighters have a negative record, so this is actually good to see. Uh if you look at Daniel Rodriguez, like you said, pretty much man could have been undefeated in the UFC. Was only one tr- one time really in trouble was against Dry Grant early in the fight. But uh, he overca- overcame adversity and um stopped Dry Grant like a minute later, I think. So um yeah, I mean Daniel Rodriguez looks good so far in the UFC. I have no I mean I, I, I can't pick Parsons here, man. So I'm I'm picking Daniel Rodriguez as well. Um I'm going with the decision win again. You know, i
0: sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? I think he might get a finish in this fight just because I think that, you know, the Mike Perry fight. Yeah. It looks like, uh, you know, this guy, I think if he gets overwhelmed against the fence, he could get like finished with a swarm of punches kind of thing. I could see that happening. And also I'm not sure if he was training for a fight. I'm not sure the condition he's in. Hopefully he makes weight. Um, Hey Manny, he says, uh, yeah, that's another worry in that fight. I just think the size difference, man, you know, if they had a 105 division, that Montserrat Ruiz would do really well in Pavlo said, I told you guys about Burns. Good call, man. Actually, Marcel also had Burns. So you told me about her, uh, about him. Excuse me. Um, yeah, bad call. <laughs> bad read by, by, me on Wonderboy in that fight, but it is what it is. All right. Let's go to this fight here. Billy Quarantillo against Gabriel Benitez at 145. The odds for this one, uh, right now Gabriel Benitez minus 170, Billy Quarantillo plus 150. I just want to mention something quickly. My boy JHK, uh, interviewed Billy Q. A uh, great interview, and uh, one of the things he mentioned was he had had um, eye surgery, and no, he no longer wears contacts. So the thing is, you're, if you have contacts, if you have to wear corrective vision, you're not supposed to wear them during your fight. So during my fight, I had one fight, uh, Muay Thai smoker kickboxing match. James Lynch was there for that fight. I got hit really hard, and my contact fell out. Um, I managed to find it and put it back in, and kept fighting. Um, you know, lucky enough, I could do that. But he's talking about how. He hasn't wore them in, or he was wearing them in his fights, but they get knocked out all the time. So he finally had the correct division. He has 2020 vision now. I just want to mention that because, I mean, that's going to make a difference, guys. You know, like that's got to be huge for this guy. So I'd
1: like to hear your thoughts on this fight, Marcel, and then I'll give my thoughts on Billy Q versus
0: test
1: Yeah, man, Billy Q. You know, I like the guy a lot, and I think uh, he uh, uh, when he came in the Ultimate Fighter, uh, he was kind of uh, not really uh, that experienced yet. You know, he lost to Saul Rogers, which was. In my opinion the best fighter on that season at that moment you know but uh, he, he he screwed him sc- himself with the with the vice application or whatever um that then worked his way back up got the Dana White a series shot uh stopped kakamuela kirk who is also in the ufc now um got contract kilburn man one of the most dominant fights i saw in 2019 man that jacob kilburn fight from billy q look really good in that one uh the spike carlisle one was a close fight i think um, Many people didn't agree with it. I agree with it that he won 29-28. Knocked out Kyle Nelson. And then Gavin Tucker. The Gavin Tucker fight was a really bad fight, I think, for Corotillo. I think Tucker looked really good in that fight. And Kanda expose some things uh for for, for current there um if you look at gabriel benitez benitez is up and down in the division man he pretty much uh, defeats the guys he should defeat and he lose loses to the guys i expected to lose to you know what i mean uh for example he won against james which i pretty much expected and losing to oba morales and yusuf i had that as well you know so the thing here is um yeah it's kind of difficult. It's kind of 50 50 for me, but, uh, I kind of favor Billy Carantillo. I think he can do it. I think he can uh, etch out a unanimous decision. So, uh, this is my underdog pick here. I'm going with Billy Q. You know what, Marcel,
0: I gotta be honest with you, man. I'm glad you said that. Cause you know what? I actually think he can win this fight too. It's not cause of the, just fixing his vision. I just think overall he is like, just a better fighter. I think it's a close fight. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I think it probably goes the distance. But I think this guy definitely wins the third round, Cornillo. So it comes down mm-hmm. to can he survive that early onslaught from Benitez. Who, by the way, can this guy even make weight? He did miss weight in his last fight with JSP. By the way, JSP, he got he didn't take the fight. He said no, I don't want to take the fight. Benitez got booked before him. It's almost like they punished uh, Jonathan S- uh, Saint Pierce or whatever because uh, he didn't take the fight. Marcel, so it's like they were like, all right, you're gonna sit in the shelf for a while now you know what I mean? Like, it's like, he should have taken that fight. I feel like guys, it probably, I think hurt his reputation with the matchmakers that guy. But anyways, Benitez that's a guy that I'm going to look at the scale on Friday and see, like, you know, first off, does he make way in second? Was it a tough guy? I mean, I definitely think you're going to see the, the hoop brought him for this guy. I, mm-hmm. I think, you know, Benitez could win in the first round by knockout or something, but I think otherwise Corntill can out tough him here. I think Corntill is a decent, uh dog picked you on this card that has a lot of favorites so my, marcel i I'm, I'm glad you picked him man. i mean me and marcel we don't talk about these fights beforehand guys i have huh. no idea what he's picking i mean that's awesome like that's good to hear so so i feel decent about it i feel better about it now that my boy marcel agrees with me so uh billy q guys for the upset in this fight um you think decision marcel is that what you said yeah yeah i had decision yeah, yeah i think so all right cool all right let's go to this next fight here i want to get your thoughts on this fight this is kind of an interesting matchup a little bit um Rodolfo here I, against uh, Dustin Stoltzman, Marcel, can I go the back to this the, one? Excuse
1: me? Can I go back to the to the last one? Oh, sorry, yeah, of course, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah of course. About that uh, Jonathan Pierce uh, that he yeah, didn't yeah, accept the fight. Um, for, for example, I ask fighters sometimes, like, uh, uh, imagine your opponent uh, doesn't make weight. It's like three or four pounds over. Do you take the fight? And the most fighters are saying like, yeah, of course, I, I, honestly, I don't really care. They say it's like it's an extra paycheck for me because I got 30 percent or 35 or 40 percent of their purse. So it's bad on them. Uh, you know, that, that's what, they, what most guys say to me. And of course, they are upset about it because you can you can get a certain advantage of it if you don't cut the weight that the other fighter have, have cut. You know what I mean? So and it can also be a disadvantage, obviously, if you if you keep trying to get to that weight. But uh, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Some some fighters really don't care. But obviously Pio's dead, So yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's
0: a comment from Manny. Yeah, Dilly did open as a slight favorite. I think better online usually does open the fi- these fights these days, like 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 normal fights. And the big fights are opened by some of the bigger books and stuff. But um I feel like when they get when I see them on Best Fight odds though, it's like they get sometimes these fights get hammered quickly and then the books all change right away. So um yeah i, I kind of think that it's a close fight but i do think just overall he's the more well-rounded guy anyways um this fight marcel middleweight division we got dustin solstice and Rodolfo Vier. so the the odds for this one marcel Rodolfo Vieira, 225 he's coming off that loss in his last fight against anthony hernandez i gotta be honest guys i did not see that one coming that was when there were surprising performances of the year especially seeing fluffy win by submission i was like fluffy fl- i was freaking out when that happened man i couldn't believe it even though i picked up uh, the that night it wasn't good for me like financially <laughs> it, was, it was awesome to watch um but i was going to say yeah i mean uh he's coming in this fight as a big he's inside favorite moderate favorite and then dustin stolz 185. what do you think of this matchup though marcel i mean we saw the guy exposed a little bit with the cardio and stuff so what do you think is stolz uh the guy to take advantage of that or what do you think about this one
1: the thing is, Rodolfo Vieira is very uh they like said it's very dangerous, definitely in the first round, like you said. If you look at his fights against uh, against Pijota, which was the second round, but against his fight against Safarov, you saw Safarov tag him a few times, you know, and he got the submission, but he got tagged. and Anthony Hernandez lasted till the second round, and Anthony Hernandez uh wasn't gassed, and Rodolfo was, and he, he got finished. So the thing with stolz was is do i think stolz is, is that great he's good but i don't know you know i don't know if he can hang with rodolfo Vieira on the ground you know what i mean i i know he, he has some some neat submissions on his on his record he got actually got a win by twister submission so yeah uh can he match uh, Vieira viera on the ground i don't know maybe in the later rounds but we'll go to the later rounds that's the thing you know, and I think that Vieira knows what he has to do right now. He knows that he has to get a win. And actually, uh, I don't want to say the UFC gives him here an easy opponent, because that's definitely not true. But they could have gave him uh, a guy which is more um, seasoned in the UFC. Yet. But they, they didn't. You know, They gave him a Stoltzfus, who was 0-1 in the UFC with a win in the Contender Series. So, for me, it's like I think Vieira and I think he gets a submission in the first round. If he doesn't get that submission in the first or early second round, he can be in trouble, you know. But I'm going with Vieira on this one. In the comments, Massio
0: says under 1.5 rounds, Dear Dancer says it'll be a rolling chess match. I agree with that. I mean, for the first round, anyways. basio I think if you like Vieira, I think the under is definitely a decent play because mm-hmm. I think if he wins, it's going to be in the first round most likely or like the early part of the second because. He doesn't have that as cardio as so, saw, I mean, it was kind of weird. Like it's almost like he had like this uh, adrenaline dump and he just like completely froze. It was weird. Like his he got stiff, and his whole body froze up. Like, and, but yeah, he got exposed to the fight, man. He really did. His striking defense, everything, um, past that, if you get past that initial onslaught, but it's like, can just do that? Maybe, I mean, maybe, um, he's, he's a decent fighter. He's not bad. I, I saw the fight with the twister. That was really slick. No doubt about it. He's a good grappler, Marcel. The fight contenders here is the guy, I think he broke his arm when he was slamming him to the mat during a takedown. It was a mm-hmm. good slam, but I mean it was kind of a freak accident. And he still looked decent though. Um he does have a little bit of a reach advantage. I noticed he was training, I believe, with uh Sean Strickland and those guys, so that's kind of cool. I mean, listen, if if he can't get if he can survive the first round, I think he can win this fight by decision. Um, but he could get finished. It's kind of an for me, I'm a little iffy on Vieira right now because of that last fight, but I was super high in him before that. So I'm not like I'm not completely off the bandwagon. I'm still gonna pick him. I'm just mm-hmm. saying there's risk with the cardio dump again. I, I don't trust this guy's cardio. Dear Danzer says the decision where either fighter. I gotta be honest, I'd be surprised if um <laughs> I'd be surprised if Viera did. I mean, you never know, it's MMA, so I mean anything could happen, but I think if mm-hmm. anything stoltz was by decision or Viera by first yeah.
1: If if you feel you go with the decision, bet on Stoltz was, I guess. That's what I was, mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking too. So I think Stoltzman is kind of a live mm-hmm.
0: dog, but I don't, like, I don't love him there. Um, Dan Weber says they better have electrolytes right on by my boy Rodolfo's fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. It was one of those weird, like kind of adrenaline dumps. Like it, it happens, you know, I he just kept, he was looking good. He just couldn't get that sub. He couldn't do it. And then he got subbed. It was pretty nuts, man. I mean, that was the fact that Hernandez won was surprising or so with the fact he choked out like a ble- a high level BJJ black belt. <laughs> So, Absolutely. I mean, Stoltzfus, like, man, he's good in the ground, too, though, guys. He's no mm-hmm. slouch in the ground. If he can survive that initial onslaught, it's possible to win. So I think the line's accurate, two-to-one favorite. Four-to-one, I think he was last time out. <laughs> that was a little bit too high. All right, how about this fight? Matthias Kamrodt versus Jeremy Stevens in the lightweight division. Uh, and I'll tell you right now, guys, please, I hope no, uh, Jeremy Stevens doesn't push this guy at the wins ins we get a canceled fight. Um, let me just get uh, Sweet scientist comment, the last one. The BUJ guys don't have the cardio to stand, throw a different cardio. I agree completely with that. No doubt about it, man. I agree completely. And like you said, uh, he just burned out after that initial takedown and, and choke attempt, burned completely out and, and just didn't have it. So, Stevens and Gamrod here, Marcelo in the lightweight division. Like I said, I hope that the fight does not get canceled because Stevens is a bonehead at the wins. Anyways, Martinez, Gamrod, minus 220, favorites. Plus 180, i Jeremy Stevens, Great fighter, Marcel. So what are your thoughts on this one if it happens? Please,
1: don't do any away Hey, man. I think if uh, Stevens pushes him during the weigh-ins, I think uh, Stephens can run for his life. Um, uh, Gamroth, I'm super high on the guy, man. Dude is an amazing fighter. He's good on the ground. He's good stand-up. He came from KSW, was a two-time champ over there. Debut against Kutate lots split decision loss. Was a very close fight. Could have gone his way as well. Uh, Holtzman. He knocked Holtzman out, man. He knocked him out in the second round. And Holtzman is not an easy guy to get a, to put away. And uh, he, he did. Uh, Stevens, yeah, last uh, Stevens win was against Josh Emin in 2018. After that, five fights, four losses, one no contest. Against very good competition, I have to say that, of course. But. Uh, yeah, man, I think Stevens will get smashed in this fight, to be really honest, man. I think the, this is the UFC's punishment for, uh, for Stevens for uh, uh, pushing close and uh, make that fight uh, getting canceled. So uh, I'm taking Gamrot here any day, and I think he finishes him in the first round. Wow, there you go. Gamera up by
0: finish. Man, I mean, I love Gamrot. I really got to be honest. I love this guy, and he honestly could be such a huge win streak had he got that split decision over Kutat which, again, it was such a close fight. Great fight. Could have been a draw even. Like, it was such a close fight great mm-hmm. fight and both these guys are awesome what you gonna say yeah i fully agree with yeah you it man. could have been like a draw i mean it was that close you know the guy's awesome man he's a really well-rounded guy and and we knew his ground game was good but seeing him get that knockout marcel over uh, a pretty durable guy in holtzman was really nice to see stevens is a guy that um he's kind of been bouncing weight classes now he's had, had a bunch of fights that fall out the last second I mean, he looks in good shape in, in his pictures and everything, so I'm not saying he's going to be in good shape for the fight. He's going to be ready to go. Jeremy's going to be there for 50 minutes, but I, I don't know. I mean, Gamar, I you know, I think he wins. Marcel, I'm just saying, I think that Stevens can maybe hang in there. So, um, Massio's saying, uh, over 1.5 possible UFC resign. Yeah, I was talking to be red for the Stevens <laughs> for their punishment. Yeah, I think he's getting punished too. I like Gamar here. I got to be honest, guys. I think the line could be higher, don't you think? Marcel, it's only two to one. I think it'd
1: be like three to one. Like um, I said, man. Uh, I mean, I only have one word for this fight: smash. <laughs> that's what right. I think. Yeah, that's that's not even being, trying to be disrespectful, but that's really what I think. I think Gamble absolutely smashes Jeremy Stevens in this fight.
0: I mean, I, I'd love to see it. I, I think definitely he's a guy that's in play for like a performance of the night bonus for sure. This guy's very talented. I, I'd love to see the uh, this. I love this fight. I hope it happens. Like I said, all right, Misha Tate versus Mary Know Colman event here. Misha Tate first fight Marcel five years. She has not fought since uh, Raquel Pennington loss, which um yeah, it was surprising at the time, but obviously had no motivation at all. Um got smashed by Nunes before that, but before that I had that one over Holly Holm, unbelievable. And I hadn't watched that fight since that night, honestly, and I went yeah. back and watched it like the other day. I was like, damn, what is what a comeback, eh? Like it was unbelievable. So yeah, she comes in here, Marcel. Even though the five year layoff, she's coming in here as, as a minus one thirty-five favorite. I Mary mean, Reno plus one one fifteen underdog. So um, a few notes for no. she's retiring after this fight. She's the oldest fighter in the UFC guys. She's 44 years old, oldest fighter in the UFC. She's like two weeks older than her Olympic who just turned 44 as well. So her last fight, um, she's on a four fight losing skid, but super tough. Hung in there with me. She stays on her last fight. Um, the line's very close, but Misha Tate is the favorite despite the layoff, despite the losing skid. Uh, man, Marcel, give me your thoughts on this fight, man. What do you think here? It's kind of a, a little bit of head scratcher because of the layoff, but you know, Misha Tate, I guess should
1: have the advantage. What do you think, man? I mean man, how crazy is it that uh, uh that Marion Renault is ten years older than Misha Tate, but Misha Tate has been out for five years. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, you know. Um yeah, Marion Renault, uh four fight losing like you said. I, I honestly think that she won the fight against Kunitskaya. That's what I think, but that's just my opinion. Doesn't make sense, it doesn't matter as just one vote, vote <laughs> for everybody. So um yeah, four fight losing streak uh skit i mean before that uh sarah mcmahon win which was a pretty decent win i mean sarah mcmahon is not easy to put away and definitely not with a submission so i was impressed by that but it's such a long time ago man if you look at tate like you said uh, she she had the comeback win against Holm in a fight that she was definitely losing if it went to the to the scorecards and uh, amanda nunez fight, she got completely dominated in that fight, uh, and the to the fight, like you said, she, she didn't look like she had, she still was there, and uh, she, she she stopped after that, she pretty much retired, got two kids, um, and then now she's back, the thing is, you know, Tate is still younger than Renault, and I think Tate has worked on, uh, on her MMA game, you know, I, I definitely know, uh, she was in the gym, already before when the fight got announced like two months ago or two and a half months ago she was already a few months in the gym to prepare um she's back in the ufc i honestly think man that she actually wanted to fight for one championship but she still has fights level on a ufc contract so she still has to fight in the ufc actually no disrespect to Mario Renault, but this is a perfect fight for Misha Tate to go back in the uh, to go back come back in the UFC. Renault is uh, is retiring after the fight, she's forty-four years of age. Uh, very respectable uh, age to stop with MMA. I mean, actually very late and she's still in the top fifteen, so good for her. Um, i have to go with tate here man i think tate is a more complete fighter uh as she gets it to the ground uh i see tate getting uh getting maybe a finish either but i'm not going to say that i'm going with a unanimous decision win for misha tate
0: yeah. Massio thinks it's gonna be a submission sweet time to it's over as an autoplay because it's a women's fight um jose i'll get your questions we're just going to finish these last two fights and then i'll take a few questions before we uh, get out of here so um let me give my thoughts on this fight yeah i think Misha Tate. i mean, overall i think she's like you know super tough obviously that's her best trade i think just her durability and hard toughness it's gotten her so far and her submissions are good obviously her ground game is good grappling is good i'm curious to see how she looks after this layoff. her pictures her videos she looks in phenomenal shape but it makes me see how she'll perform in the cage Rono just had a fight right so she's been fighting frequently but she's on a four-fight losing skid for a reason she's not great and Again, the oldest fighter in the UFC, Marcel, 10 fight eight, uh, age difference. That's a big age gap, guys. So it's something I can't ignore. Um, yeah, I mean, Renault, you know, she's, it, it's possible if if Tate just completely lost, lost everything and comes back and, and just gasses out or something that uh, Renault could come back because she's got good cardio and, and she's shown that with some of the, that late finish in the, the one fight she had with Bernardo. But um, overall, Marcel, I, I think Tate wins. Um, does it, she does it win my stoppage decision? I'm not sure, but I do think she probably edges it out in fight. All right, Marcel, let's do the last fight and I'll take some questions after. Isla Makachev, Tiago yeah. Moises, the lightweight main event for UFC Vegas 13. It is a five-round lightweight bout uh, right now. Makachev, big favorite, Marcel, minus 600. Tiago Moises, plus 450. What do you think, man?
1: First of all, I want to say people should should stop disrespect Thiago Moises so much, man. It's like because you are upset that Makashev didn't get better, a better, higher rank opponent doesn't mean Moises sucks, you know. Moises is a good fighter. Um, on a three-fight winning streak, uh, I remember the Michael Johnson fight where we looked pretty awful in the first round. <laughs> 25 seconds later in the second round, he got the win via ankle lock. Um, wins against Bobby Green and Alexander Hernandez. Um, good wins, I think. Uh, but if you look at the guys he lost in the UFC, Benil Dariush, who controlled them for pretty much 15 minutes on the ground, you know, uh, against Demir Ismagulov. Ismagulov, so good man, so underrated guy. He could also be uh, easily in the top 15 right now. Uh, Makashev, yeah, everybody knows Makashev, man. He's been doing great in the UFC. He got one loss against Adriano Martins, which was a one-punch KO back in 2015. After that. Very good fights, definitely against uh, Tsarukian, which got fight of the night, uh, Davi Ramos, and uh, Drew Dober, he finished Drew Dober. Um, Yeah, this is a fight, Makachev should win. No disrespect to Moises. Um, I picked Makachev in this fight. Will he finish Moises? I'm not 100% sure. Uh, So, I'm going with a decision win here for Islam Makachev, but I think it will be pretty dominant, man, although I think Moises is a great fighter. You
0: know, I, I tend to agree. Like, I think Moises, the line's a little too high at this point, guys. Like Moises is decent, you know? And here's yeah. the thing. If you look at the last few fights, he was an underdog, right? He was an underdog against Hernandez and he was an underdog against, uh, Bobby Green and he was a slight underdog against Michael Johnson too. And he pulled those fights off, man. It looked pretty impressive and he's improving. He's only 26 years old, He trains at American top. There's a lot to like about this guy, man. I think he's definitely, I mean. I definitely think that McEachern should be favored. There's no doubt about it. I just think the line's a little excessive because this guy is decent. And the thing is, for me, it's more of the question of can McEachern finish him or not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think I think maybe Moises can hang in there, Marcel. I think maybe he can go the distance, maybe in this fight. I'm not sure. It's hard to say. I do expect McEachern to win. Obviously, guys, I'm not going to pick against him. But I think Moises can maybe put up a tougher fight than people are expecting. I don't think he's a bum. Um, he's coming off three good wins, Marcel. <laughs> yeah, the lines the lines are not giving him any respect at all. This guy, Drew Dober was only like minus, I think he was like, what? Makachev is what? Let me double check. Minus 460 four against Dober, but now he's minus 600 or I'm seeing minus 750 out there. Like That's, to me, that's a little surprising. Um, I think it's a little bit excessive, but that's just my thoughts on it, Marcel. But overall, he should win the fight. I mean, he, should, he does have the grappling and, you know, Moises, the fight with Benil Darius took him down a lot in that fight, Marcel. Um, and Makachev has really good takedowns and good, good control as well. Masio thinks a knockout maybe it's possible. Um, but maybe he gets knocked out because Moises has shown a lot of improvements on the feet and the one loss, Marcel, I, I you know, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but the fight with Adrian Martins, he did get KO'd in that fight, Marcel. Remember that you never know because this guy, Moises is a young, improving fighter and he's mm-hmm. not getting a lot of respect from the sports books, last few fighting for the public, any public, but pulling off the upset guys. So just, I think the line's just a little high. I don't want to. I don't want to say he's like a live dog, Marcel, because I'd be, you know, kind of surprised if he won. I'll, I'll say that, but I just think he's going to put up a. T- he's going to be like Moutinho. He's going to do a little better than people expect. I think you know what I mean, Marcel. That's what I'll say. Um, any more thoughts on that? I'm going to get these questions. I'm going to take you guys' uh, comments, and then I'll, like I said, I'll answer the questions. Moises' head hits the glass ceiling in here. Late stoppage possible. It's possible. It's five rounds. I mean, if it's three rounds, I definitely fear them over with the five. It could be a finish, but I, I still kind of think Moises will do good. Moises showing his level as a win aside from the Johnson sub, which was getting dominated. He looked decent. That's all. Yeah. But he's getting better though. That's the thing. And you, and that's the one thing you got to remember in MMA, that like, these young guys get better. You know what I mean? Marseille, you have to project them from fight to fight. This guy's training ATT's training with Dustin Poirier all the time. He's going to get better. You know, mm-hmm. um, let me see if there's any more comments. Uh, Jose says he'd be more hype for Isma Guov. Man, I can't wait to see Isma Gulab back in the cage. He, he's awesome. And that would be a great fight. I think it is. I'm, you know, I'm surprised Islam accepted this fight, and, and Ali accepted the fight, Marcel. I got to be honest with you, but he needs to take a fight, and he's you he want to stay busy, which I respect. You know, um, it's a dangerous fight in a way. He is a big favorite, but he's fighting a young and improving fighter. It's, it's a main good. event. Yep, yeah, it's a main event. It's a, it's a good opportunity. Um, I think if he wins, though, it's time for a top ten guy. And honestly, you know, a guy like I don't know if Rafael Sano's is available because Jose saying. Uh, he wants to return in the fall. That'd be a good fight, depending on if he gets through him. If it's a tough fight. He won't, but if he gets through it with a quick finish, they could turn him around quick. Put him on a pay per view or something. Mm-hmm. I don't think he are ducking on The timing hasn't been by his side. You got offer Tony may by the way be declined. Yeah, I agree with that too. I'm not saying anyone's ducking it. Just it's been kind of unfortunate, but I'm just saying it's time that he does fight someone because I was looking at his record today: eight and one, eight and one in the UFC. That's a great record. He gets nine one. Right. Yeah, exactly, Marcel. But. Yeah, I mean, Gillespie would be a good fight, like Jose suggested. Yeah. But any of those guys, I think RDA is a great fight. Tony Ferguson, by the way. Okay, so we'll talk. We'll do some. McGregor, just, pardon? Carl McGregor. Yeah, we'll do some news and stuff right now, guys. <laughs> um, any more, any last second thoughts on this on this card? or good?
1: Nah, man. I'd say just enjoy the card, man. It's 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 a decent card. I wouldn't say it's an amazing card, but it's a very decent card with some good fights on it. So enjoy the card. Yeah, Manny says he may look for the finish. Um, Because uh, he he needs it
0: to kind of build his name. That, that's a good point. All right. So and Tony said Tony's fifty one in the UFC past his prime. By the way, yeah, I agree with that too. He's, so we got to talk about the rating the rankings. So right now Conor McGregor slipped two spots from five to seven. Mm-hmm. But the thing is Tony Ferguson's at five, Rafael dos is at six. I think RDA should be at six. I mean he's former champ had good good wins in the division. But Conor's one in three at lightweight with the only win over Eddie Alvarez. He's not in the UFC. and He's obviously not looking the greatest himself. Um the thing is Connor's lost at Poirier twice, right? So I definitely think he's top ten. I just I I was a little surprised that Ferguson was, about, was above was though, because even though his record's so good, you know, it's like and he's actually 15 and two. Um he lost to Michael Johnson too, man. So well, he I, has two
1: he has two losses.
0: But still, I mean he's an amazing player. I'm just saying, I was a little surprised, but I guess it's giving Tony's respect now that I think about it.
1: What do you think? Right. Those rankings don't make sense at all, man. They also bumped up Black or Ivanov two places. I mean, why didn't hell, look at the other you know? divisions? Sorry, I didn't yeah, look at anything else. <laughs> it's just weird. And 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 two got switched places. I I, I don't know. I think Cody Stamen with uh with uh, Kylo Phillips and another one, which was the the other way around last week. So. I never get that man why do you change certain divisions when there has nothing happened for example i mean why does blogger even have get bump up two spots does it doesn't make sense uh, for connor yeah man i mean i don't mind him dropping two places And like you said man he hasn't won a fight at lightweight since forever you know since he fought eddie alvarez and um that was actually indeed in still when barack obama was the president of the usa so i mean like that guy said and that was th- by the way about that press conference man what the hell was happening there man there were like three people who had some decent questions you know and after that it was a crazy thing like should i bet on you connor uh, i love you connor uh, uh you 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 haven't won a fight since Barack obama connor it's like really weird to me what did you think <laughs> about it yeah i mean uh, you
0: guys yeah you guys watched it. it was it was strange i was just like Scratch my head wondering what these guys, how they got, you know, media assignments for that. All right. Deer interest says for hook. Um, he wants to see hooker in Ferguson. Yeah, that's a good fight. My yeah, mark, my words, off. Aspinall's even off for September 4th in London. Mm. Yeah. That cards off. I think August 14th, you heard about that? That card got, yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's, that's that's done. Yeah. So that week, so we, we have an off week. We have a week yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We have a week off. Babel fans. So guys working cars deck. you know, my, my, my daughter will probably be a few weeks old. That part I'll probably need like a week week off, with we'll tape some of you guys to sleep and stuff. So it's it's welcome. Um, I'm just looking at the rankings, Marcel. Uh, my boy Elliot Tapuria just broke in the top fifteen, number fifteen. So yeah, that's it's nice. It's to Bro, do you agree with the future
1: champion? I honestly think so. I said it when he got signed, man, to you. Like, this is a huge signing, actually, for yeah. the UFC. The people, listen, man, you know, knew that, I knew that, but a lot of people didn't know about him. I saw him live in Cage Wars, he fought Brian Boulogne for actually for the title. He didn't make weight, so he didn't get the title, but he looked super dominant in that fight. And that's the moment that I had my eyes on him. He also fought a brave. And I knew when he got in the UFC, he would do very well. And you see, man, Ryan Hall. He, he he solved the puzzle that many people didn't didn't solve against Ryan Hall. He did so, you know. Um, he got confidence. Uh, he, he's a good fighter. Uh, he he has Georgia b- uh, behind him, man. He got Spain behind him. So uh, I mean, yeah, starts uh, the sky's the limit for the guy, man. Yeah, these rankings. I'm just looking at these rankings,
0: and you know, you said don't make sense. It's true. Like I'm looking at them, and like you know, Jessica took the spot, and Vivian Rouge up above her, even though they fought. in... <laughs> She so beat her. Um, that's kind of weird. And then you have, you know, Dern and Rodriguez switch spots. They're going to fight You That doesn't make sense. And then Maverick,
1: Barber, same thing. They switch spots. Why? You know, Marzo, maybe, it's very bizarre. Maybe the UFC wants Dern versus Rodriguez on the post or not Rodriguez versus Duran. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's
0: very possible. Same with Juliana Payne. She's magically moved up one spot in the one in the one hundred and thirty yeah, five competition so they can put her as the, the top five opponent, not top uh, 10. <laughs> so yeah I, there's some weird things going on in, the, in these rankings guys i'm just saying you know i don't like i'm not using these as gospel it's just more of like i look at them just to see like what the matchups could be just up to you know like quick ma- like you know what i mean marcel like
1: who's quickly in the top 15. who's right <laughs> go ahead. You know, it's funny, man. If I ask fighters, do you care about the rankings? No, no, I don't care about the rankings. And then they got a fight offered, for example, the guy who's not in the rankings is like, I want to rank opponent. <laughs> you know, it's very double. I understand where they're coming from, by the way. But it's very double, you know, and those rankings should be really done better. I, I still think there are many guys in the rankings who don't know what they are doing. There are some good guys in the rankings, don't get me wrong. There are some solid guys in the rankings who, who follow MMA, who who are very knowledgeable about the sport, but there are also some guys like I remember when I went to one guy's website, there was a shoe store or something. So I'm, <laughs> it's just weird.
0: Yeah, our, our, our own guy at maalzbringer.com, Brian Heminger, is one of the the, the rankers. Yeah. You know, my thoughts on them are they're not the greatest, but you know, um, there's some guys like Brian, I think that Brian does put his time into them. So there's some guys that do yeah. good, job, but some guys I obviously haven't heard of. They've been exposed. You guys have all seen that Reddit thread. So it is what it is. Um. Anyways, let me get some comments here. This is hilarious. Zach says he wants to see Nate versus Nick Diaz. You know what, man? I never even thought about that before. Like, I'm sure they fought a lot growing up. on um, in Stockton. You know what? Like, just for free and with, as boys growing up. But I was gonna say, um, that'd be like the biggest fight ever. Like, it'd be such an insane <laughs> fight. would eh? would that be crazy. And Nick versus Nate yeah. that'd be So insane. Amazing. <laughs> that'd be so did, crazy. Did
1: you Did you saw that interview where that uh, interviewer asked us years ago? Like, uh, who are the best? Who is the best fighter between the two of you? And then Nick Diaz is like, that stupid question, dude. I mean, he got his skills. I got my skills. That stupid question, dude. And then you're Nate in the background. Yeah, just stupid.
0: <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Let me get a few more comments and questions, guys. We only have a few more minutes left. Jose says he thinks is more well-rounded than Bryce. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but Bryce has an amazing ground game. And he's Bryce is better than Ryan Hall, I think, overall in May, too. Daniel Edwards says uh, Ilya's a beast. CM Punk. CM Punk first yeah, behind screen. No man. Uh Jose says thoughts on uh Ch-Dalkis and Shamil. ah eh, I mean it's car it's not a big thing. I, I don't even want to get worked about car placement anymore. There's there's I've seen way worse. You know what I mean? All right, Atlanta, Atlanta, he's talking about Jordan, he's joking. Um we have uh what's <laughs> here? Um there's a few questions from Jose that I'll get that I missed. He's talking about Dalsha. He's okay. He's fighting oh my boy Cole still not the fight. I think they Cole rate that fight because mark out Did he- the-, the-, the risk schedule? reschedule. Yeah, yeah, the risk yeah, 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 they talked right and so it's in London now, is that correct?
1: It's supposed to be in London, September 4th, against uh, Marc-Andre Barrio,
0: yeah. Cool, um, let me just see what other questions you had. Uh, Romanov Vandera, I like that fight, um, it's a fun one. He said, uh, prefer uh, Tendesa versus Linux or Harris. Um, we talked about Harris. some matchups yesterday, Harris, or I said uh, Gusto Sakai is number nine. I'd like to see maybe that fight too. Update on Don Madge. No, um, I'd love to see <laughs> the guy fight again. Who's the best, what was the best version who guys who beat the best version of Connor? Nate Khabib or Dustin Nate for sure. That version in 2016, the same year in between where he knocked out, um, Mendes and, and Aldo, then he lost to Nate. Then he beat Nate, then he beat uh, Alvarez. That was his best stretch, but Nate had the win during that stretch. Right. So I think Nate, beat it at the right time, cause then he had the loss obviously to, to Connor, um, you agree mm-hmm. with you that Marcel quickly. Yeah, man. Man, he's asking for the best bet in the card. We both said we like porn tools and an underdog. So I mean yeah. you can uh, yeah, we, we both like him. I mean, there, it, you know, there's a lot of big favorites on this card. So like a lot of people part of I just warned you, there's a few dogs we did say potentially could have upsets. Jamal and Crew, dude, it's crazy. So um Jimmy Crew posted some something on his like uh, Twitter saying he's coming back, and Cole sent it to me and he's like, Who do you think is gonna fight? And I'm like, I think Jamal Hill, man. I just I think he's gonna be ready to go for that card. And, and sure enough, Marcel I called it. So you can ask Cole; he'll he'll tell you that's true. And I, I love the fight, man. I was my own pick, so I, I think it's a great fight. Give your thoughts
1: quickly. Yeah, it's a good fight, man. It's yeah. uh, I, I mean, it's, I'm happy Jamal Jamal Hill didn't have anything broken, you know, so he can uh, return quickly. Uh, Crude. Yeah, actually, wh- one guy got uh problems with his arm, and the other guy got problems with his with his foot, right over his leg. So, and both guys are very talented, so I'm really looking forward to him. And I think um, I would. Slightly favorite route at this moment, I think. But I'm not sure yet.
0: All right, Marcel, let's get out of here, man. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the the preview show. Marcel, thanks again for joining me. I really appreciate. it. Uh, thanks for all the questions, guys, and you, you know some of the people that uh, you know, we haven't seen the chat before. I appreciate you guys joining too. So, Marcel, give me your uh, tell, tell everyone where, you, where they can find you, and we'll get out of here. Right.
1: Big Marcel24, Twitter, Instagram, MMADNA.NL, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you guys make sure to check out on Thursday, my guy Adam Martin with AJ Shulo. Same time, same channel.
0: That's right, man. We're going to do um, the uh, Bellator preview. There's an LFA card, too. There's a cool LFA card that's like a one night welterweight tournament. UC fanboy, who's number one goat of all time. Uh, I, I, I still think it's Jones, man. I think it's Yoshi? Jones. Just Yoshi, anyone. I guess. GSP. It, you thinking? Yeah. Okay. Well, fair enough. I mean, that's a great pick too. I have to think about the drug testing, everything. Anyways, uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at M Martin. Uh, appreciate all the questions guys. Appreciate you, Marcel as well. Um, M M Martin on Twitter and the podcast. Uh, it's on maaldsbrugger.com, M.A. YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, all those places. You can find it. I'm also available at, uh, my fancy fanatics and they got uh, lee fancy and elite, uh, uh, elite sports betting. Got my bets coming up Friday and my uh, DFS plays as well. My full article. I break down all the fights from DFS perspective. Love it. Love playing drafting. So definitely check that out. Thanks again, guys. Talk to you later. Peace.